Kiora, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kiora Tato, you're here with Inside Out Radio Speak Out with Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. My name is Brittany and I'm here today with Lily who will be with us later. So we've got, we've just had World Suicide Prevention Day on the 10th of September. Not too late to throw some pics up on Instagram with that cute little hashtag. Um, elections coming up on the 23rd of September. So if you're old enough to vote, make sure you do that. Uh, we've got Māori Language Week this week too. So get your kupureo going and Flash out all your fancy words and rock that tangata whenua vibes. I love it. Um, so we've got Biovisibility Day on the 23rd of September, which is next week. And then in October, we've got Mental Health Awareness Day. Uh, Mental Health Awareness Week, actually. Uh, and then we've got the Inside Out fifth birthday. And we have Seniors Week from the 14th to the 22nd. And we're going to be, like, having a mean event. So it's going to be Glitter and Gold event on the 22nd, which is going to be a high tea. And it's going to be sharing your stories to the youth, chatting with the older people of the Wellington area and sharing all the knowledge from going each way, from one to the other. So... Māori Language Week is this week, and if you check out our Facebook page, we're going to have a bunch of volunteers talking about their favourite tiriel words, but also words related to our community, and there's going to be videos and photos, and it's going to have all the meanings to it, it's going to have everything (laughs) it's gonna be awesome and we definitely encourage you to use all of the words you know during the day and taking them to high school and using them down at the supermarket and having fun learning it sharing it with others because that's all about the kaupapa of maridom um yeah that's definitely one thing that's real special to me anyway um next we have For Him by Troy Savan. We are running so fast We never look back Whatever I lack We make up We make a really good team When everyone sees We got this crazy Chemistry between us Jump starting your car Cause the city's a bore Buying e-cigarettes at the convenience store Making new cliches on our own little tour
And welcome back to 106.1 FM. You're listening to Wellington Access Radio, and I'm Lily. We're on Speak Out. So, wow, as you all know, it is Te with Te Reo Māori. What a fantastic week, Fano. How are some of our favourite words going? I think a big favourite, of course, is Atahua. Beautiful. Who doesn't want to be using that? Just throw it around everywhere, you know? Give it to your friends and your family and that random person down the street. Oh, here, Atahua. They might not know what you're saying, but you will, and that's what matters. So, along with that, obviously, since it's Māori Language Week, we're wanting to bring to all of you a good old story about Tūtanekai and Hinemoa. Probably, probably, I'm hoping a lot of you all listening tonight will know the story about Tūtanekai and his beautiful Hinemoa, Māori princess. Well, her rank was as high as a princess in Te Māori anyway. And so, of course, the reason why this story is so, um, was such a favourite to Inside Out and general rainbow communities is because of Tutanekai's relationship with his Hoatakatapui, who was the lovely friend from his island called Oh, Hikamata, it's gone. Kawari Wari Tato. Oh, Hik. It's like, oh, Tato? Oh, actually, not all of us. I've, uh, it's slipped from my mind, but I'm sure it'll come back momentarily. And it's momentarily, okay, there you go. Um, with his, yeah, his friend Tiki. Tiki, there you go. How could I have forgotten that? Tiki, Fano, another word for to fetch, or, well, okay. Going off on a tangent here, let me go off on a tangent. So, Tikina is mm, the, 
I would say command version, but that sounds kind of harsh. But if you want to say someone like, go get it, or like, get it, girl, you know, you all are having a good time and someone's breaking it down, you just want to tell them to go and live their lives, be like, tikina, tikina, and they will make sure to have a great time. Anywho, so, <laughs> yes, the story of Tutanekai and Hinamon, and of course, uh, Tutanekai's Huatakatapui Tiki is a big favourite. Not only within rainbow communities, but within Te Māori as well. So we thought we'd share it with you guys this evening. And I'll, I'll give a brief rundown. And then I did find a nice version of it, actually, that I might share. It depends on how our timing goes. You know how I like to go on tangents whānau, so let's just buckle in and have a, have a good time. Come on for the ride. So... Uh, the story of Hinema and Tutanekai has been, like I said, a very popular story within communities. And, and even, even to non-Māori people, of course, because it is, it is an inspirational story of love and what we do for the ones we love. So anyone who's not, uh, who doesn't know this story, here it is. It's Hinemoa and Tutanekai. Now, Hinemoa was a very, a person of very high rank within her tribe. And to be fair, so was Tutanekai, but they were from different tribes who, uh, of course, were had some tensions between them. And this meant that, of course, they were star-crossed lovers and they were never meant to be. But, of course, they fell in love. But uh, Hinemawa's family resisted and they rejected the marriage because her her position was higher, according to to the stories I I have heard. So if you Fano, if you go and you look up the story and you hear something else, Arohamai, this is these are my words from the story that I've I found on um Tiara Maori, by the way. So <laughs> uh, anyway, so yes, uh and then each night, uh so there was the island and then Hinoma was not on the island, she was living closer to the shore on the other side. And every night she would listen to Tutanekai playing his music, his his Māori flute. Um, him and his friend Tiki, they would play that every night. And Hinemoa would listen as it drifted across the sea to her home. And, um, of course, it just made her fall more in love with him. And she had this yearning deep down inside to go and find her love, Tutanekai. Um, I should also probably mention that uh, Fano, this is in uh, Lake Rotorua, so the, this was the island of Moko, Mokoya. And so Hinemawa's family tried many times to stop her from leaving, so they'd bring the canoes very high up the shore. And they were very heavy canoe, Fano, Hikamara. Whoa, man, they were some some canoe nui, some waka nui right there. And so they thought that this would be enough to prevent her from making the trip across the waters to Mokoya Island. However, Hinema, she, you know, she was a, a smart woman. She she knew that she wanted to go and see her man. She wanted to go see her love. She made it happen, Fano. So what she did was she uh, got a couple of gourds, empty gourds for like little floaties. These were floaties back in the back in the old ages, Fano. We didn't have any plastic ones, so we we made do with some gourds. And she strung those up around her, keeping her afloat. And she stripped down and jumped into the ocean. And she went for a good old swim. But heck, it was cold. It was cold. So she got to the other side and she found this warm spring. And she went for a dip. But then lo and behold, 
who comes out of nowhere, but Tutanika and his friend Tiki. Well, it, ha- it happened to be all right, Fano. You know, these, of course, these Maori boys, they were they were gentlemanly, so they turned around, obviously, gave her a, gave her something to cover her up, took her back to the village so that she could get some kai, you know, get warm, get some clothes, you know, get some kakahu on her. Gosh, and then from there, obviously, the love love story flowered into a lovely marriage and. They were united forever, according to the legend. And, of course, Mano, you know, I don't know about any of you guys, but I think it would be a bit too chilly to be swimming out across the ocean in the middle of the night just to go and see... I mean, I mean that sounds kind of harsh, maybe, but... And when it's cold, I'm inside. I'm inside. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed that little story. Uh, that is from... I should probably double-check, actually, which tribe it comes from. But it comes from the Rotorua area. So that is just one of the lovely legends in, in Te Ao Māori. Just one for this uh, Te Wiki o Te Reo Māori. Now, as well as with the, this week, we do have a lot of other events coming up, of course. And just like Brittany was saying, our Seniors Week. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. You know, a little tea party. And, of course, it's going to be with... Um, folk who are from the Rainbow community. So they're going to be sharing their fantastic stories with us and we're going to be able to be listening to their knowledge and and also, well, I say hope, but obviously some of those stories will be full of uh, some sad, really strenuous times in life, but I think it will be really nice for us to hear from older generations who have gone before us have lived the life, know, know what they're on about and know what not to do and things that can also help us get through those times of um, isolation or perhaps of being overtaken by a world that is not rainbow community friendly. But, Fano, we're really lucky. This Oh, heck, Kamada. So, Fano, um, Brittany's just... Uh, oh, she's writing things on a piece of paper and throw, uh, throwing it through the window. <laughs> And one thing she's just said is that I should do my mihi. Oh, Fano. I don't know. Ko toku ingoa, no ngāti kahungunu ki heretanga, no ngāti parawa, ko takitimi taku waka, oh, hikimori ko, <laughs> ko kaurana ki tomi marae. Ai. Oh, kira te pai. No, that was very on the spot, Fano. But, no, I, um, sure, I should probably maybe talk a bit about that, I guess. So, like I said, my mihi, I belong to Ngāti Kahungunu ki Hiritonga. But then in saying that, you know, um, Kahungunu, he was a a very loving man, and he just shared it with everyone. So all up and down the East Coast, Fano, that's where I'm from. So <laughs> probably passed a few cousins on the way to Wellington. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, te reo Māori. I'm fortunate enough to have a Fano that uh, even though have Christian ties, and I'm not saying that Christianity stops people from loving you if you're from the Rambo community. Um, but yes, I'm very lucky to have a Christian family with who with Maori roots who also accept me um, as part of the Rambo community, which is really lovely. Uh, so actually, um, by reconnecting with my Maori roots, that's one of the ways that my whanau has been able to actually reconnect with me through that way. Um, through some fantastic resources from inside out, actually. The core, core, oh yeah, 
Tuaru. I am fantastic with that word. Um, but yes, so the, the Takatapui resource that we have it inside out, I just passed it over to my mum and she had a good old read and it helped her to really understand where I'm coming from, but also where a lot of rainbow youth are coming from, that it's not this kind of new age thing. You know, it's been around for a long, long time. I mean, look at good old Titanikai. So, yeah, it was, uh, that's where I'm at with Māori Dim and my beautiful whānau. Uh, jumping back to Titanikai, actually, because I just remembered, I didn't, I didn't explain, uh, with his, his friendship with Tiki. So, um, according to um, the rainbow community in Te Māori, uh, Te Oh, he kawara te, te community. <laughs> te community? E ka. Te ngatangata? Nga awani waniwa. Awani wa. Aye. Um, <laughs> yes, so the, the Māori Rainbow community say that Tutanekai had a takatapui relationship with Tiki. But I, I would really like to research a bit more about that actually because you know, obviously then Tutanekai fell in love with Hinemoa, but Tiki still stayed right by his side, you know, being his right-hand man. And, um, but, yeah, so, I just, I would really like to know how, you know, how did that kind of, did was it a very kind of friendship, flexible kind of relationship that they had together? Or was it more... Tiki decided that it was fine and that I think that it's time for sure I think I've added enough for all of your guys' ears so handing it back over to, to Brittany to cue us with a beautiful song Po Kare Kare Ana for our Tukio Tadao Māori whanau and you're listening to Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM Tu a 
Speak Out, the Inside Out radio show on Wellington Access Radio, 106.1 FM. It's Brittany, or as I should say, called Brittany Tokawingawa. So, we have Tiriki Oterua week, and <laughs> so, since I threw Lily under the bus, getting her to do her mihi, I thought, it's only fair, I do mine. So, let's Ooh, give it a go. <laughs> so, ko Wayne Hobcraft Rawa, ko Alison Briggs Okumatua, Tokurua Rawa Tamariki. So, my parents, uh, they had two children. So, ko Ella Titina, he totu o tofano. Uh, ko Brittany Toku Ingoa, uh, ko Henrietta Tamati Rawa, ko Hinari Thomas. Okutupuna, uh, ka moi rawa ki wai tohi, uh, ko wairewa ti roto toku turanga waiwai, um, ngai tahu te iwi, he takatapui ahau, and that's me. Ah, taua, rawe. Bano, a beautiful, mihi mai mihi atu. That's how it's done. Wow. Ooh. All right. So there was much more flash than like much more. That was great English. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's that not English flash. week. That's fantastic. <laughs> exactly. You know, I feel like the more you learn languages and the better you get at them, the worse, the more kōrāki your English gets. But keep the The worse. The worse. The worse. The worsest. Wow. I love it. Yeah. Fano, we're coming back at you for more uh, kōpapa wiki te reo Māori mea stuff. So... The first one is obviously some fantastic resources you can go to to either learn te reo Māori, to learn more about some takatāpui resources, or any kaupapa similar to, to, to these two things. So for me, myself, studying te reo Māori at uh, Te Wānanga Wikitoria, he hey. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we have some fantastic resources just available to all of us online, and they're free. And one of them... Oh, this one is very controversial. My lecturer, bless his soul, he is always saying not to use dictionaries because... And he's right, Fano, he's right, because the dictionaries don't always give you the right word because in Māori context is everything. So you, for, you know, in English, we have lots of different words for lots of different things, and like the verb, and then the noun, and then the adjective all look different. It might be slightly different, but they're still different, like food, feed, eat... So, in Te Māori, kai is food. Ne, it's food. Obviously, everyone knows that. But kai also means to eat. Kai also means to eat. And then if you put nga at the end of it, which is supposed to kind of be a noun maker word, little ending thing, um, it actually turns into home. Kainga. So, the food 
of the home. Kai or Tikanga. Yep. Maybe it's meant to be like a massive metaphor. フィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディングフィーディング
No more monsters, I can breathe again. And you said that I was done. Well, you were wrong, and now the best is yet to come. Cause I can make it on my own. Oh, I don't need you. I found a strength. program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.